Okay, friends, I haven't done it in a while, but I needed to ring the bell because today we are shifting the podcast into a new season that we are calling the Body Revelation Season. Yes, yes, maybe you know or maybe you don't know that my new book is coming out, The Body Revelation. It releases June 13th, but we are officially in a pre-order season. This is your time to go and pre-order the book. As of Tuesday, April 11th, our pre-order bonuses are available to all of you. And one of those amazing freebies is you get an early access to the audio version of the book. And I got to narrate the book this time. So you will hear me talking you through the body revelation, physical and spiritual practices to metabolize pain, banish shame, and connect to God with your whole self. That's what we're going to be doing in this season of the podcast. All of our conversations, all of our teachers, anything we have on, it really is getting us back to the basic, to the foundation of why Revelation Wellness, why you are here, and not only what is God doing in you spiritually, but also what's biologically happening to you as you renew your mind and hear God's truth. This is going to help you have a certain and sure foundation for this knowledge, for the revelation that God's been giving you about your body. And then once it's in you, you can teach it to other people. I'm really excited about this season. This book has my blood, sweat, and tears in it, legitimately my tears. You're going to hear about my own personal story of pain, other people's personal pain, but also how God has transformed it and used it for fantastic and wonderful gain. Friends, we are never without hope. In this world, we will have trouble. We will have pain, but we can take heart. And that's what the body revelation and this season of the podcast is going to continually point us back towards how to take heart in times of trouble. Yes, there are problems. Yes, there are challenges, but we know a victor and his name is Jesus. And when our eyes are fixed on him, all the things of this world grow strangely dim. Thank you, thank you, thank you for pre-ordering the book. It really does help us get the message out there before the book hits. This way, booksellers around the world know this message matters. Get this book on your shelf by June 13th. Thank you. Your pre-order is a gift to the ministry, the message, and the mission. All right, friends, without further ado, here is today's Revving the Word with me. Let's go. Getting the playlist going in three, two, one, play. All right, Fred, let's move. However you choose to move, you're doing it right. If you're moving, you're doing it right. And I am excited today to welcome you to a season shift in the podcast. For the next foreseeable future, we are going to come back to the basics of what we are doing here. And what we are doing here is saying that the body matters. Your body is not just an add-on to the gospel. It is part of the gospel. And it is good news for your body too. And often, which is what we do here, it's foot up 
<laughs> yes. We are saying, you know what? In this world, you've had a lot of trouble, but we can take heart. And when we take heart, it can start by getting into your body. And often we, we have a lot of stuff up in our head. We know scripture, or we say we know God, or we confess that we love God, but it's not a reality for us. Can I get an amen? You wanna live this thing out through and through. But life makes it difficult. And so with that, we're gonna be moving the podcast into a season that we're calling the body revelation. So yes, as of today, right now, you can go and pre-order the body revelation. As a community, let's get this message into our bones and out into the world. So I feel so passionate about this. We are just, everything on this podcast is going to be focused on you having the knowledge and the revelation of Jesus Christ when it comes to your body. Not smaller thighs, bigger buys. Listen, if that's what you want, bring that here. But by the end of our time together, you're gonna see, oh, I get it. It's about so much more. And I'm not gonna teach it to you. The Word of God is. And you're gonna move your body. And you're gonna learn how what you think affects your body. That your theology influences your biology and your biology will influence your theology. But above all of that is Jesus. So welcome to the body revelation. And right now, I wanna encourage you, go pre-order the book. There's amazing freebies that we're giving away. If you order that book, pre-order that book. Let's get it going. Y'all, this is a blood, sweat, and tears message. I didn't just study scripture for years over this, but also go do the research. <laughs> My daughter, Sophia, held the book in her hands the other day. And she said, Mom, this is really good. I said, thanks, hon. And she said, oh my gosh, look at these citations. Did you do all this? <laughs> I said, yes. This is why I'm so excited to get this book in your hands. And this is why we're shifting this season of the ministry. But you will understand that the gospel isn't just some nebulous, floaty, out there thing. It's right here and right now, and it's a reality that affects your biology. We choose with our mind what to believe, who to believe. So let's pray. Jesus, we love you. Come, as we open scripture now, make it real for us. We want an encounter with you. We want the presence of God in our life and not just a good workout and some words. We put that on the altar. We want you, God. We hunger for you. We need you. Not just more information, God. So come and do that in this time. In Jesus' name we pray. 
Amen. Okay. So we have been in the book of Ephesians. We're in chapter four today. <laughs> Ephesians. And I love coming off of chapter three. Paul prays that prayer that we would have the strength to comprehend the big breadth, length, height, depth, width of God's love. That it's a love that surpasses our, our knowledge, that we would know something that surpasses our knowledge. And again, I said to you, what surpasses knowledge? Experience. Right now, you are experiencing the hope of God. As you move your body, you are squeezing out hope molecules. <laughs> it's true. You were designed for this, designed to move, to breathe, and have your being in God. So off of that prayer, Paul says this. Here we go, verse 1, Ephesians 4. Think in pictures. Think in pictures. Put yourself in the story or be an observer of the story. I, therefore, a prisoner for the Lord, urge you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you have been called, with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love, eager to maintain the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. There is one body, one Spirit, just as you were called to the one hope that belongs to your call, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God, and Father over all, who is over all and through all and in all. But grace was given to each one of us according to the measure of Christ's gift. Therefore it says, when he ascended on high, he led a host of captives and he gave gifts to men. In saying he ascended, what does it mean? But that he had also descended into the lower regions, the earth. He who descended is the one who also ascended far above all the heavens that he might fill all things. And he gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds and teachers to equip the saints for the work of ministry, for building up, there it is, the body of Christ until we attain to the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God, to mature manhood, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, so that we may no longer be children tossed to and fro by the waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by human cunning, craftiness, and deceitful schemes. Verse 15, rather speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in every way into him who is the head into Christ, from whom the whole body joined and held together by every joint with which it is equipped when each part is working properly, makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love. This is the word of the Lord.
All right. On a scale of one to ten, I want you to be a good solid seven. Five was the warm up, and now moderate intensity. You feel your breath. You're giving it effort. You could do a lot less <laughs> and a little more. But don't do a little more right now. Just hold. Now remember, this is part of the body revelation. When you exercise, just steady movement, whatever it is. <laughs> the chemicals of hope get released. New neurons get created. Yeah, and you can tear down old thoughts and bring them up against the standard of God's word. Y'all, you were made for God's word. Everything in you needs God and his word, his life. So here's what Paul's getting after in Ephesians 4. Three things, fairly simple. I love it. Unity that leads to maturity that occurs through the exercise of the gifts. God wants unity. Uh-huh. Unity is, wouldn't it be so amazing if the body of Christ had unity that we stopped picking each other apart, back blaming or backbiting, blaming. And listen, I understand some of the great theology teachers out there that are trying to defend the Word of God, and I believe we should absolutely. But when we start to tear each other apart, we need a greater revelation of the love of God. Here's the truth. If we all grow in the love of God, there will be unity. That our number one goal is love God more. Give him more. There will be unity. But see, we all bring our brokenness to the table. We all bring our fears, our pride. We want to be right. Paul's like, again, talking to the church of Ephesians, there's Gentiles and Jews. These are two groups of people that you would never expect to come together. <laughs> so <laughs> I have such grace and mercy for the church back then because the Jewish people had to have been like, who are these people? These dirty pagans coming on in to the temple now. And meanwhile, the Gentiles, who have nothing but a history of a pagan lifestyle, are like, wow, these Jewish people are really intense. <laughs> Probably felt very fearful around them, less than. And Paul's like, listen, we need some unity here. Accelerate. Let's go ahead in this song. I want you to hold an eight. So just a little more effort. Think more effort. Feel more effort. 
So this is why Paul says, walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you have been called. And what am I gonna need for that, Paul? Here's what you're gonna need. He says this, humility, gentleness, patience, bearing with one another in love. Humility, gentleness, patience, bearing with one another in love. Say those words. Humility, it means you consider others better than yourself. You go low when they go high. Get lower, lower. Oh, I tell you, I feel that, that'll slay your pride. Humility. When I get humble, I'm just handing it all over to God. Saying, God, I trust you and I'm gonna pray. Because some of these things only come out through prayer and fasting, not just a better argument. Humility. BNA, come on. Gentleness. <laughs> Some of you are going, Elisa, this doesn't feel very gentle right now. Come on. This is focus. Right now in your body, especially at an eight, you are starting to release norepinephrine. It's a neurotransmitter in your brain that says focus, focus. And gentleness is the focus. Matthew eleven twenty eight. 28, Jesus says, come and take my yoke upon me, for I'm lowly and gentle at heart. Holy Spirit, teach us gentleness. Give him your aggressiveness right now so you can get his gentleness. Come on. And I also want you to start seeing yourself as a gentle person. Gentle means strength under control. I have the power here to crush somebody, but I ain't gonna do it. Help us, God, help us. back to a seven then with patience and bearing with one another in love we will grow up everyone patience it's not gonna happen overnight man I am in a season right now I'm like Lord it's been a long time when does this change patience let it do its perfect work. Let the tension, let the trial do its perfect work. Bearing with one another in love. And if we do these things, listen to me, humility and gentleness with patience and bearing with one another, we will have unity. And that's what I want for you. I want unity in your body and with the body. Unity in your body will give you 
unity with the body of Christ. This is who Jesus was, guys. This is the revelation. We can learn to walk through this world like Jesus did. And I am convinced all the practices we're gonna lean into <laughs> and the truth of God's word we're gonna unpack more in this season. It'll change you from the inside out so that your outsides don't dictate your insides. That's who Jesus was. Give me 30 seconds. Accelerate. Come on. Come on. Unity. I want you to see your body coming together. I want you to see that circumstance coming together. Because we're going to learn it. It says it here coming up. At all things. He is over all, through all, and in all. God is over all, through all, and in all. And hear this, O Israel. Hear this, O believer. Our God is one. This is the great commandment. Get your oneness. Pull back. I might have gone over 30 seconds. It happens. B, solid seven. Maybe slide down to a six if you need it. Verse four. There is one body, one spirit, just as you were called to the one hope <laughs> that belongs to your call. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God, and Father over all. <laughs> Come on. This is a revelation. Come on. Let's just worship him. He's with you. He's in you, and he wants out of you. One body, one spirit, God. Give us unity, or give us death. Give us unity, or give us death. Here's the truth, guys. Jesus died so we could have unity. Bring all those pieces into the storehouse. Bring all that fractured part of your life. Bring that pain. Bring that trouble. Bring that rejection. Bring it in. Take it, God. Give me an eight. Push to an eight and lift up a sacrifice of praise. Y'all, because sometimes praise is a sacrifice. When it's hard, when you don't want to, give it over. It's holding you back. Come on. Oh, 
unity. It comes from the love of God. When you know how loved you are, whoo, when you know how loved they are, come on. Unity. God, I declare over this, this community, a season of unity that even though life looks fractured, you are holding it all together. And you're right here with us, among us. Be an eight. Come on. We can rest in about a minute. Come on. This is it. This is the season. Everything changes. Love. More love, God. We need more of you, God. Say this. I need more of you. Knock down the obstacles that this world has set up to keep me safe, God. Give me unity or give me death. One body, one spirit, one hope, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God, and Father of all, who is over all, and through all, and in all. Recover. Now, you see, this is what Paul wants. Stop it with a division. Stop it. And I promise you, when you are at odds with another, if you will lift Christ up in your heart, lift Christ up in your mind, lift Christ up, all those things grow strangely dim. And you come to him and say, God, I need more love like you. I need to know your love because your love is the supreme high calling. For God so loved the world. He gave himself, he gave his body. So we could have a revelation of who we are in body, in soul, and in spirit. Now listen, so I said unity is what Paul's getting after. And in John 17, right before Jesus goes to the cross, it is his high priestly prayer. In other words, he's the priest of all priests. He makes, what priests do is make connection between people and God. They intercede. Jesus is the high priest. Uh-huh. He's the high priest. And his one prayer was this, make them one. Make them one. That's all we're doing at Revelation Wellness, 
If I can make you one by God's word, if I can make you one by the revelation of the gospel, for not just your heart, your soul, but your body too, because the enemy will constantly pick at your flesh, constantly. He's never going to stop, friends. He's never gonna stop. <laughs> but God's love is greater. And that love unifies us. It, I have to humble myself, and I gotta be gentle, not hard, and I gotta be patient, not in a rush. Then unity will come. And that unity will bring us to maturity. Here's what it says in verse 15. Rather, speaking the truth in love. So rather than argue, rather than pick a side, speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up. Grow up. <laughs> this season, we're going to grow up. Listen, if you just spectate on this season, you won't grow. But if you get in on this season of the podcast, I can promise you, you will grow up. We're going to grow up in every way into him who is the head, into Christ. From whole, the whole body, joined and held together by every joint with which it is equipped. This is my verse for you. When each part is working properly, makes the body grow. You hear me? Christ is coming back for a beautiful church. And he's not coming back for a weak, emaciated, bleeding, and burdened church. I think that's what we are right now. He's coming back for a beautiful bride. She has returned to her first love, and she's willing to put it all on the altar. And when each part of that body, whenever you think of the church, it's the body of Christ. And over and over, Paul talks about the body. He wants the body healthy, each part working properly makes the body grow. Friends, until you get your body revelation of who you are and what you're here to live for, you won't work properly and the body won't grow and there will be no love to be seen. Be a good six or seven. Be a good six or seven, breathe. It's our last few minutes together. The whole body joined and held together. By what? By every joint. See that right now? You all know what a body looks like, right? The joints are the meeting points of two different parts of the body that do different things. So for example, my knee joint, it connects that shin to the thigh. 
I need that joint. If the leg is gonna work as it should, I need that knee joint so that my, my quads and hamstrings and glutes can be the power movers that they are and that my shins and calves can be the stabilizer that they are. The body has to work properly and I'm here for that. We are here in Revelation Wellness for that, that your body works properly, that you fit into the body of Christ, that even though your body hurts and has been hurt, you have a greater revelation of a God who is holding it all together. And he's more beautiful than Netflix, than Instagram. He's more beautiful. Yeah, keep your eyes up. So every joint with which it is equipped, so the joints are equipped, wait a minute, what does that mean, Paul? Well, if you go back, Paul talks about God gave gifts. He gave gifts for the building up of the body of Christ. He gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds, and teachers to equip the saints for the work of the ministry. Y'all, I'm gonna be so bold to say you all fit in there somewhere, everyone. An apostle is someone who feels sent, sent into a realm, sent. And they are someone who cares for the nations. <laughs> they burn for the nations. The prophets, are the people who care about God's word. God is saying this, and hear me, the modern day prophets, they don't prophesy terror. The covenant has been fulfilled. They prophesy the good news. They prophesy, they proclaim, and yes, they will. Persecution's gonna happen to all in the body of Christ, friend. Get used to it. That's why we train. The prophets have a word from God and they really care about that word. They steward it. It's beautiful. The evangelists, they're people who burn for the lost, for those who don't know Jesus. The shepherds are those who care for a flock. They often have the gift of mercy, hospitality. They just, they care for people shepherds. They're really good lovers of people. Jesus is the good shepherd. The one whose voice we hear and all others we will not trust. The shepherds are trustworthy. They care for people. And teachers. Come on. If you're wondering where you are in any of those, you're a teacher. You're here to make disciples. Disciples teach as they're being taught. Those are the gifts that he gave when Jesus ascended on high and led a host of captives. He gave these gifts. Apostles, prophets, evangelists, shepherds, and teachers. And then within those, you have the gift of miracles, 
faith, prophecy. But these are roles in the church. Take your position. Take your position. And listen, you don't need a seminary degree to spread the gospel today. <laughs> the good news as a prophet, as an evangelist, as a shepherd or a teacher, speak the truth in love. That's all. Speak the truth in love. And see y'all, we've been clobbered by truth. We go, oh gosh, truth. You know what the truth is today? When you see somebody, tell them, man, you're a really hard worker. Thank you for making this cup of coffee. You know, when I come here and you make this cup of coffee for me, I feel special. Thank you for making, come on. Speak the truth in love. We tear down the lies that set themselves up against the building up of the church. And when each of us are working properly, then we mature, then we grow. So friends, welcome to the Body Revelation season. It's time to glow up. It's time, I could cry for this. You can do this, you were made for this, and he gave himself so you could have this. Don't turn your back. Lift your gaze, lean into the wind, and get your body revelation. Build us up, God, so that your love is seen on the earth. In Jesus' name we pray. Y'all, go pre-order your book, please. Go pre-order the book. If you've been blessed by this ministry, it helps us spread the message. This message matters. And we're not talking about this in the church and I can't be the only one. And when you invest, you say this matters and we're coming for this fallow ground. Swipe up on the show notes, there's a link. Let's go. I've heard truth and I've heard lies.